Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello and welcome back to Full Spectrum Feeling. This is Blaze and this week I want to talk about some mindset work that I've been doing around restarting my Qigong practice and getting back into it. So I decided that I want to re-enter my Qigong routine. So there was a, a good two or three year stretch where I was doing Qigong almost every day and I did about 15 to 20 minutes a day in those years. And it felt really good. And I feel like I gained a lot from doing it. Like there was a lot of mental peace. There was a lot of improved circulation and just body awareness. I think sleep improved. Just my general even keelness was pretty good. Um, There was a lot there that was quite nice. And I want to re-embrace that and bring it back. So I wanted to talk about it. Um, Firstly, I guess, I wondered to myself, like, why did I lose this routine if it was something that was a part of me and that I enjoyed and appreciated? And hmm, there's a bunch of factors, I think, that went into it. I think one is that sometimes I have a good thing and I decide that I want more of that good thing. And then I overload. And then when it gets too much, rather than just backing off and getting back to where it felt good there's sometimes a tendency for me to just go, I will never do that again. And I just stop. And I know I'm not the only human who has this reaction. I think it's very self-preserving. So when my Qigong routine started to be really in a nice, delicious spot, I had started to expand it. And I was like, oh, I think I want to see about adding in Tai Chi or see if I could have more than one round a day. Maybe I'll do two rounds a day. And I think I tried to do all of this at once. So then I added in an actual live class where I was taking Tai Chi and it was really actually quite lovely. I met really wonderful people and I got to go just get a more in-depth understanding of some of the things I was learning. And it was a once a week class and that was really nice. And here are a few things about that, that changed what was happening. So I changed my dynamic. What I had been doing was finding about 10 to 20 minutes kind of early in my day where I would self-guide myself through um, a five-phase routine that I learned from Sifu Anthony Korhias. And I really liked that. I really enjoyed it. And it was doing very well for me. And I did a lot of it with my eyes closed. It was very meditative and calm. And I was into being able to really feel the movements, feel the energy, and it worked for me. So then when I went to the Tai Chi class, it went from being find 10 to 20 minutes in your day in which you can do this to once a week, you're going to come during class time. We're going to be there for an hour to an hour and a half, and we're going to learn a whole bunch of stuff. And it's amazing. So I added that in, but that was a lot to add in. It turned out, it didn't seem like it at the time, but it was. So then it was more new things to learn. It did add a layer of depth to what I was experiencing. And I could ask someone questions and get the live feedback. And that was really cool, but it became for me, like a a lot of new techniques 
and a new thoughts to absorb. So it disrupted the pattern, right? So now when I would go into my at home 10 to 20 minutes, I was now practicing some new things, new routine and starting to lose sometimes what I really enjoyed in the five phase routine. So then as time went on, I noticed I either wanted to practice a lot so that I could also add in my five phase, or I would lose the five phase entirely and just practice, or I would do five phase, but it was shorter. And then I didn't practice. And I just started feeling like I wasn't progressing fast enough. So this is a key. I think what happened is I felt like now it was about something to prove. And I felt like I wanted to get better at something. And sometimes for me, that's like about when things go stupid. (laughs) I don't know about you, but once I have a thought that it needs to improve or that I have to get better. And this is something that needs to happen or should be happening, or that's the goal. It then becomes the goal. It no longer was about just enjoyment and something that was bringing me enjoyment and health. It now became something I had to learn to do and do better and maybe put more time into it. If I want to really improve, I've got to put more time in. And to a point, like I think when you're around other people who are excited about something, they are feeling that way. So I kind of ride on that wave and then I want to get competitive with it. Like, yeah, I can do even better. Yeah. Like these people think I'm doing great. I'll do even better. Yeah. Um, so over another year or two, my daily habit just kind of fell off. I stopped having time for it or I stopped making time for it my, um, involvement doing in-person classes went up and it was lovely and it had its own flavor, but it was a different flavor. And then that also fell away. Like as COVID came up and as my business started taking off and I had other things that I had to put time into, like a concentrated hour for some reason felt really hard for me to take at that time. And then because that felt hard, even asking myself for 10 or 20 minutes for something else also felt hard. Now I'm going to be completely transparent for me taking 10 to 20 minutes to do anything. It's like my brain automatically wants to say that's too hard almost every time. So if you're someone who feels that way too, you're like, Oh, it should be easy. It's just 10 minutes. And then you don't do it. Like I'm raising my hand. I'm with you friend. Like I completely get it because I also am like, but I'm doing this thing right now and it's pretty important or I wouldn't be doing it. Why should I take those 10 minutes for myself? Har, har, har what if I don't get anything out of it? So there's that thought, what if it's not good enough? What if it's not worth it? What if like, what if I have to do it every day in order for it to count? Like there's so many sabotaging thoughts that come in. So acknowledged, completely acknowledged. Part of me wanting to bring this routine back in is one proving to myself that I can be worth 10 to 20 minutes. It's not a huge amount of time. And that choosing to do something because it feels good because it makes me feel good is actually enough that I am worth that time. And I'm worth that piece. I don't have to be good at it. I don't have to get anything out of it. It's just like, cause I like it and that's okay. So that's my, I think the, the overwhelming motivation that I want to focus on because a lot of what I've been talking about lately and feeling lately is this need for us to take better care of ourselves and to pause and to really be present and to figure out what we're feeling, how we're feeling and what we want to do with it to recharge, to have enough energy to do anything important. And for me, what if I need to start with 10 to 15 minutes, maybe 20, where I just do something, whether it's great or not, because that's what I want to do. 
that's, I guess, where I want to start. So I'm trying to build this back into my routine. And I know that I actually do get all these other like really amazing benefits actually from doing Qigong. And I don't want to discount them, but I also want to say like my overwhelming motivation is not because I want like to be healthier, to sleep better, all these other things. Cause I found other ways that have helped me sleep better and eat better and all of that. But I just want time to enjoy moving my body in that way. It's not pushing myself so hard. I don't want to compete against anybody else. I don't want it to be about anyone else but me. I just want to be outside, hear some birds and crickets, breathe some fresh air, maybe sneeze because of all of the pollen, maybe smell some flowers, and move my body in this way that just feels so nourishing to me. There's something nice about choosing whatever exercise I want to do and repeating it as much or as little as I choose to do. I think it's so self-affirming in that way to be able to say, Blaze, you know what, what you want to do matters and what you choose to do, even if it's the same thing every day is kind of awesome. Like you actually have that authority in your life. And I think there's so often that I'm on automatic and don't feel like I have that authority that even as I'm choosing to do things, I feel like I'm choosing them because subtly someone else told me maybe do that, or I should do that. Or wouldn't that be good for my business or good for my kid or good for my house or good for my relationship. And even it can be in this as well. It could be like, you should do this exercise because it's good for whatever. But I find in the moment when I'm doing it, I'm actually listening to my body and being present. I think this is why people like get really addicted to yoga sometimes is like you recognize how delicious it is to just choose your own movement and hold it. If you want to hold it in a certain space to repeat it, if that feels like it needs repeating to adjust, there's something so beautiful in that. And I finally am feeling like, wow, you know what? I deserve that. I deserve that in my life. In all the other moments in my day, not all of them, because some of them are unconscious and asleep, right? But I'm fielding so much input and it's about functioning. It's about providing. It's about anything. Those moments, Qigong moments, can just be about me, my soul, what I like, my body, how I'm feeling, what I want to do. And I can be as boring or as exciting as I feel like being. And that's fine. I can teach myself something new. I can try something different. I can adjust it in very tiny ways. Like I love adjusting things in very small ways. And there's something so lovely in Qigong about subtly changing a movement in each repetition to just see like, oh, if I extend this finger, if I'm focusing on my skin and not my muscle, if I'm thinking this time about my posture and like stretching and then breathing, like there's so many small, small things that I could choose to be the focus, even though maybe to outside eyes or to myself, even it feels like I'm doing the same thing again and again, I'm not at all. And that's amazing. And it's like profound to me. And I feel that ripple out into my life. So I think friends, that is why it's important for me to do this and I'm going to do it. But let's talk about how I'm going to try and get around my own resistance to giving myself that because let's face it, it's there. I've intended to do this for a few days now and I've done it like one day and then I've had two days where I didn't. And I was like, oh, I didn't have time. guess I didn't have time for that. And uh, rather than beat myself up or smack myself around going, I can't believe you couldn't find two minutes. Like, geez, really? 
I think that's what I need to do is remember how I got started in the first place and how it became a routine. So again, Sifu Anthony has a really great philosophy and he has a book now out that's great, Flowing Zen. Um, and he talks about ways that we can create routines that I've really appreciated because it's not about punishing yourself or setting yourself up for unrealistic expectations. It's about really deciding that you can start small and it makes a difference. And I really gravitate to people in any practice that talk about no matter what you're doing, consistency is consistency. Small amounts of change add up over time and they gradually do build enough momentum that you just find yourself doing more. So I'm going to look at it again, like my walking habit where I go for my walks pretty much almost every day to just add in like, what if you walk and you do your Qigong for two minutes and see if it builds into something more? What if I want to create time and space for that? And can I decide that that's just as important as creating time to do this podcast, to get on the phone with a client? Like I, I have complete control of my schedule. What if I just said in the mornings, these hours are for me and this is what I do. I can do that. Oh, wow. <laughs> so sometimes I just have to remind myself that I can be an authority in my own life. I can be a force for good, not just for others, but for myself as well. Holy crap. Ah, oh, friends, I hope this week finds you well. If you have something that you're longing to get back into that you want to give to yourself, I am cheering for you. Please, please, please allow yourself to bring it back in lightly with love, with appreciation, not with punishment, not with regret, just with a curiosity and openness to be like, Hey, what if I could give this back to myself now and see what happens? I wish that for you. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.